If you play in Yahoo Fantasy Football Leagues, this is the perfect video to learn how to dominate your fantasy football draft 50 Shades of Grey style. Inside of today's video, I'm going to be talking about the best 10 picks to make in your Yahoo Fantasy Football drafts based upon value. But before we can get into things, I would like to ask that if you guys are new to the channel and you do end up enjoying today's video, that you please make sure to hit that subscribe button down below. And while you're down there, whether you are new to the channel or not, please make sure that you leave a like on today's video. It would help me out a ton if you want to follow me on Twitter or X. Please do so at NotoriousFNTSY. So without further ado, let's get into the best 10 picks to make in Yahoo Fantasy Football Drafts for the 2023 fantasy football season. We begin with the first best pick to make in Yahoo Fantasy Football Drafts, Devontae Adams, wide receiver of the Los Vegas Raiders. Yahoo pre-draft rankings, wide receiver 9 at pick number 16. So to me, there are incredibly easy arguments to make that he could finish ahead of Amon Ra, AJ Brown, and CD Lamb, and they are all ranked ahead of him according to Yahoo pre-draft rankings. I think there's an argument to be made that Devontae Adams, even with his poor potential quarterback play from Jimmy Garoppolo that Devontae Adams could finish as the wide receiver one at the end of the season. Last year, the wide receiver three in PPR and six in PPR points per game, despite the fact that Jarrett Stidham and Derek Carr were bad last year. Seven target accuracy rating for Devontae Adams, which ranks 69th at wide receiver. Again, even with Jarrett Stidham, as well as Derek Carr tying rocks to Devontae Adams and throwing him into the middle of the ocean, Devontae Adams broke out, started swimming, and had an excellent season. He was second in targets, seventh in receptions, third in receiving yards, and first in total touchdowns, second in dominator rating, according to Player Profiler, and fifth in total route wins. I get Jimmy Garoppolo is not the messiah of the Las Vegas Raiders organization, but Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be just fine for Devontae Adams. And some people say, Nick, don't you know that Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't just lock in onto one wide receiver? That's because Jimmy Garoppolo has never had a wide receiver to lock in on like Devontae Adams, one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. Going in the second round is hilarious. He should not be a second round pick. You should consider taking him inside the first round. If he falls to you inside of the second round, to me, that is a wet dream scenario. I am in love with Devontae Adams upside this season. And again, I think he has the upside to be the number one wide receiver in all of fantasy football. Beat out Jefferson, beat Jamar Chase, become the number one wide receiver. Moving to the second best pick to have in Yahoo Fantasy Football drafts. We got Josh Jacobs, his teammate, running back of the Las Vegas Raiders. Yahoo pre-draft rankings, running back eight at pick number 19. It is crazy. It is loco to me that his ADP hasn't moved a muscle since he ended his holdout. This is a guy just like Devontae Adams. I know, Nick, the Raiders offense is going to be great. This, that, and the other thing. This is a guy that could be the running back number one. The running back number one. And he's going in the second round, in the middle of the second, the close to the end of the second round. Derrick Henry, a guy that I really like this fantasy football season, is being drafted ahead of him. There is no way in hell in my fantasy football draft would I take Derrick Henry over Josh Jacobs. I talked about this in the ESPN Best Picks video that if you haven't watched, make sure you watch that as well, that you can easily argue he could finish ahead of Barkley, Pollard, and Chubb all going ahead of him. 
And again, I really do think Jacobs has the upside to be the RB1 for years. We were clamoring for the Raiders organization to give Josh Jacobs some targets, and that's what happened last season. RB3 in PPR, 3 in PPR points per game, playing in all 17 games. He ranked 2nd in carries, 1st in rushing yards, 11th in targets, 10th in receptions, 8th in receiving yards, and 6th in total touchdowns. In terms of efficiency, he was 1st in yards created, 18th in yards per touch, and 11th in juke rate. Josh Jacobs, just like Adams, should be considered to be selected inside of the first round of fantasy football drafts. The problem is these fantasy football websites that host your draft move at a snail's pace. He's not going to move up in pre-draft ranking into the first round. So in the middle, the late second round, you cannot pass up on a running back with the skill set of Josh Jacobs. Moving now to the number three best pick to make in Yahoo Fantasy Football drafts, Josh Allen, quarterback of the Buffalo Bills, Yahoo pre-draft rankings quarterback three at pick number 32. Anytime, in my opinion, you can get one of the big three quarterbacks, Allen, Mahomes, or Hurts, towards the end of the third round, you have to draft them. It is an instant selection. I don't even have to think twice about it. The second I'm up on the clock, I'm smashing the draft button. Because those top three quarterbacks are so locked in. They are super safe selections inside of the third round. And once you get deeper into the third round, that's when the skill position players, the running backs, the receivers, start to get a little bit murky, right? It starts to get a little bit more gross, especially at running back. Like, do I really want to take Najee Harris here, right? I'd much rather have Josh Allen, who was the quarterback two last year, quarterback two in points per game, despite the fact that around halfway into the season, the guy got injured and he was not the same after that, but we presume he is 100% healthy and into the season last year eighth in passing attempts seventh in passing yards third in passing touchdowns now josh allen takes over to his nickname josh turn of the ball over third in interceptions but he makes up with it right he rushes the ball a decent amount third in carries second in rushing yards and third in rushing touchdowns they add dalton kincaid into the offense that should help out josh allen decent amount obviously it's not like they added megatron to the team or something but Dalton Kincaid should help out. He still has Stephon Diggs as well as Gabe Davis. Last year, he was second in QBR, 14th in true passer rating. Again, I really do think his injury impacted him for a lot of that season. And I think Josh Allen has the upside to be the QB one. And again, in that range where he is going, there is so much uncertainty going on around him that you are just getting a locked and loaded top three quarterback, in my opinion, when you select Josh Allen. And he is my QB two in my rankings. It's Hurts then Allen, then Mahomes. So you're getting him as the QB3 off the board. To me, that sounds like a fair trade to me, as Drake would say. At number four, we got Maki Mock Andrews, tight end of the Baltimore Ravens. Yahoo pre-draft rankings, tight end two at pick number 37. Just like the argument I made for Josh Allen, if you can get Mark Andrews in the middle of the third round, to me, that's an instant selection. I'm getting a chub underneath the desk when I see Mark Andrews fall to the middle of the third round. With his ADP on Yahoo, with the pre-draft rankings, you could potentially get him in the fourth round, which would have me foaming at the mouth. I love Travis Kelsey as much as the next guy, but Travis Kelsey is getting older. Getting older, there's a chance that if anyone was to eclipse Travis Kelsey this year as the tight end numero uno, I think it would be Mark Andrews in this tight end favoritism offensive coordinator with Todd Monken, right? We're going to see a much more pass-heavy offense as well, which should help out Mr. Marky Mark Andrews. 
Plus, they bring in Odell Beckham Jr., who I think is going to take away some of the pressure on him inside of the red zone. Tight end four in PPR, tight end three in PPR points per game, tied with TJ Hawkinson. 15 games played last year. Again, remember, Lamar wasn't playing in all of those games. Third in targets, third in receptions, third in receiving yards, and eighth in total touchdowns. Second in dominator rating at tight end, fourth in yards per route run, and second in yards per team pass attempt. Again, when you draft a tight end super early, there is also something to be said about the amount of relief it gives you. Right? If you wait super late and you draft, for instance, Dalton Schultz, you might be stuck, pigeonholed into drafting a second tight end. And you're also sitting there every single Sunday shaking a little bit because your opponent has Kelsey or Mark Andrews and it's very scary because those are guys that can drop their nuts on the defense and score 25 plus fantasy points. So there's that extra safety, that condom wrapped around your team when you draft a guy like Mark Andrews. And again, the fourth round is crazy. I would consider him at the end of the second round. Most of the time you get him in the early third round, but on Yahoo!, Their pre-draft rankings are so fucked up, you might be able to get them in the fourth round. Moving now to the best pick to make on Yahoo number five, Keenan Allen, wide receiver of the LA Chargers, Yahoo pre-draft rankings, wide receiver 20 at pick 45. I would consider Allen in the late third round, so him going towards the end of the fourth round feels really sweet. Do you remember that first time in your life when you saw a nice pair of titties in person? You see them and you almost start like drooling or something? That's how I feel when I see Keenan Allen in the end of the fourth round. But Nick, Keenan Allen's injury prone. All right, Carl Weezer, if you actually look at the stats, the games played in 2022, sure, he only played in 10 games. But before that, 16 games, 14 games, 16 games, 15 games, and 16 games, dating all the way back to 2017. Early on his career from 2013 to 2016, sure, he did miss time. But recently, this is a guy that has stayed relatively healthy. And when he has been healthy, he has been a key piece of this Chargers offense. I think with Justin Herbert, the pervert under center, if Justin Herbert's able to stay healthy as well, this is one of the better duos in the National Football League. Wide receiver 12 in PPR points per game last season. His stats are far from amazing, right? Because he only played 10 games, 47th in targets, 33rd in receptions. 39th in receiving yard, 37th in total touchdowns, but he was averaging 8.9 targets per game, 6.6 receptions per game, and 75 plus yards per game. In terms of efficiency, 19th in true catch rating, 19th in quarterback rating per target, 11th in fantasy points per route run, and 8th in target separation. Despite the fact that Keenan Allen's getting up there in age, he is still carving the defense up like some Italian deli meat. Despite the fact that all these young receivers, these young players are so sexy to draft in fantasy football drafts, there is still something to be said about the old guys. Guys like Keenan Allen, you know the consistency they offer, especially in half full PPR leagues where he's going to be seeing a lot of targets. I am a huge fan of Keenan Allen. Only four touchdowns last year. Definitely think that should increase, again, in one of the better offenses in the NFL of the LA Chargers. Moving now to player number six. If you guys have enjoyed thus far, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button down below. Helps me out a ton. Joe Shiesty. Joe Joe Burrow, quarterback of the Cincinnati Bengals. Yahoo pre-draft rankings quarterback six at pick number 60. Now, if you're someone who's been watching the channel for a while, you might be a little confused. You might be like, Nick, haven't you been negative about Joe Burrow for a lot of this offseason? And in a way, yes, I have been negative because I think that his chances of finishing ahead of Fields and Lamar are not that high. But 
in Yahoo drafts, he's not being drafted ahead of those guys, right? He's being drafted as the quarterback six, and that feels like his floor, right? Even if Joe Burrow doesn't have as good of a season as we would project, he's still going to be a top 10, top eight quarterback, and he's going at the end of the fifth, right? When he's getting reached up in the fourth, a little gross, right? But the end of the fifth, sometimes even the early sixth round, that is too strong a value to pass up on. Again, this is a guy with potentially the best trio of wide receivers in the National Football League. Now, there's arguments to be made with Seattle, other teams, right? But he has Jamar Chase, Tee-hee, Higgins, and Tyler. Yeah, Boyd! So there's clearly an argument to be made about Joe Burrow's weapon core, and he appears to be 100% healthy entering in to the season quarterback four last year on the season quarterback four in points per game played in all 17 games fifth in passing attempts fifth in passing yards second in passing touchdowns seventh in interceptions and sneaky good at rushing the ball now he's not going to go out there like mike vick stiff arm a motherfucker into middle earth right but seventh in carries 12th in rushing yards and fifth in terms of rushing touchdowns which is just good enough to give him some added upside on a game-to-game standpoint he was third in true passer rating 10th in QBR. I'm a huge fan of the player Joe Burrow. The reason why I've been so negative in the past is because I really like Lamar and Justin Fields. And I didn't like when he was coming off the board as the QB4 or the QB5, but a QB6, that seems like a very fair price to me. And again, where he's going, that's the end of the fifth pick 60. The start of the sixth round, to me, that is very hard to pass up on. Moving to the best pick to make on Yahoo number seven, Christian Watson, wide receiver of the Green Bay Packers. Yahoo pre-draft rankings, wide receiver 27 at pick 61. Watson is going behind Ayuk, McLaurin, and Lockett, which to me, that is a little insane. He's also going in the sixth, seventh round turn. I have taken Christian Watson in the fifth round the early fifth round, and he is now going in the six, seven round turn. Now I get his stats last year. Another one of these guys, not orgasmic, right? He has 11 starts, 14 games played. But when you take into account the games that he was playing over 60 plus percent of snaps, which is a seven game sample size, he was the wide receiver eight in PPR points per game. He was seventh in true catch rate, and he did it with the 41st ranked target accuracy. Again, last year, Aaron Rodgers wasn't the same Aaron Rodgers from the past. Now, was Aaron Rodgers a flaming pile of dog shit? No, of course not. But was Aaron Rodgers the back-to-back double champ, the fucking MVP, back-to-back years, Jordan 96-97? No, he wasn't. And still, Christian Watson flourished. Sure, they have Jaden Reed, Romeo Dobbs, Luke Musgrave, tight end, right? They have guys around Christian Watson, but everything out of preseason and training camp is showing us that Christian Watson is the clear-cut wide receiver number one in this offense, and that is a huge value at wide receiver 27, pick 61. People love to shit on Jordan Love, and I get Jordan Love wasn't throwing the ball super deep down the field in preseason, but he doesn't look bad. I don't expect him to go out there and look like Patrick Mahomes, but as long as he is not one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL, Christian Watson should be just fine. So again, wide receiver 27, pick 61, the 6-7 round turn for Christian Watson. If you had him last year, you would remember just how great he was, and I think Christian Watson is legitimately a great NFL wide receiver. Before we move to the best pick to make on Yahoo number 8, 9, and 10, I would like to give you guys a quick word for our friends 
our sponsor over at Underdog Fantasy. If you don't know what Underdog Fantasy is, they're the best place to play best ball fantasy football this summer. If you don't know what best ball is, it's the best part about fantasy football. It's the draft, and that's it. There's no trades, no no, no weavers, no waivers, and no in-season management. You draft your team, and that's it. At the end of every single week, Underdog automatically throws the highest scores into your lineup for you. They have the biggest fantasy football contest ever. $25 to enter, 150 max entries, $3 million to first place, and $15 million in total prizes. If you don't want to do a big tournament like that, they also have sit-and-go games, right? Which is basically like your normal league. You versus 11 other people. Third place, you get your money back. The first two places make money. So if you want to check that out, make sure you do as low of a buy-in there as $3. If you use promo code NOTORIOUS or click on the link in the video description, you get a first match deposit bonus of up to $100. You deposit $100. They give you an additional $100. You do $50. They give you an additional $50. $25. Additional $25. The minimum deposit on there is $10. Back to the video, though. The best picks to make on Yahoo. Numero Ocho, ESPN8, the Ocho, Darren Waller, tight end of the New York Giants, Yahoo pre-draft rankings, this is just hilarious, tight end 7 at pick 78. Based upon what we've seen in the preseason, based upon all the news, start spreading the news out of the training camp about how Darren Waller is just posterizing the defense in the red zone, based upon the preseason game where this man is just sucking in targets like he's Kirby, all right? Tight end 7? Are you serious? He is going over 30 picks later than TJ Hawkinson. Now I get TJ Hawkinson's super safe. I get that. Waller's been hurt. But if you're scared of Waller's injury and you can't get over that to draft him at pick 78, you're crazy. Because the upside is so high. Pick 78. This is a guy I would consider drafting in the fifth round of drafts. And he's going at pick 78. His stats from last year are not the best. Tight end 10 in PPR points per game, right? He got banged up. He only played in nine games. But he was fifth in yards per target, third in yards per reception. And it is clear that him and Daniel Jones have an elite connection. And it's not just in the red zone, right? He's not a guy that needs 10-plus touchdowns to be successful because when in the preseason game, he was throwing the ball to Darren Waller all over the field. I'm pretty sure he threw three straight passes to Darren Waller. Maybe that's a little bit fabricated, a little fugazi, but you get what I mean, right? He was barely in the game, and he got that many targets. Darren Waller is going to be a key piece in this Giants offense, and it also helps you avoid the uncertainty, right? Super late in the draft, you could take your shot on Hodgins. I love Isaiah Hodgins. I love Jalen Hyatt, right? But there are big risks with them because we don't know what the pecking order is in New York. Packing order could end, though, with Darren Waller as the number one target on the team. Moving now to my ninth best pick to make on Yahoo. Tua Tungavailoa, quarterback of the Miami Dolphins. Yahoo pre-draft rankings, quarterback 11, pick 101, just like Zoe 101, with Danny Dimes ranked as the quarterback 8. Now, I'm a Danny Dimes truther. 12-plus picks ahead of Tua makes Tua a no-brainer quarterback selection if you're waiting super late on quarterback and you can get Tua as the quarterback 11 you should be ecstatic Nick Tua also has injury risk yeah that would matter if he was going much earlier right early on in the drafts I talk about this a lot you want to be kind of try to be risk averse right stay away from the risky situations Tua might be to you a risky situation now Tua's been doing jujitsu all offseason to practice getting his head not smacked directly into the grass if you noticed a lot of these injuries Tua was getting, he'd get hit barely. Didn't know how to fall, crank his head back, smack it against the ground, concussion. 
If you watch the preseason, I watched a bunch of clips on this on Twitter. He's getting hit. He's fucking rolling out like uh, a Bakugan, right? He's rolling backwards. He's tumbling around. He's doing the stop, drop, and roll like they taught you to do when you were a kid when, if you get caught on fire, right? That's what two is doing. So he's not smacking his head back. And he's going super late. So even if he does get hurt, knock on wood, I don't want him to get hurt. I'm a Dolphins fan. But even if he does get hurt, at quarterback number 11, you weren't taking a big risk, right? Quarterback 12 in points per game last year, 13 games played, 18th in pass attempts, 12th in passing yards, 8th in passing touchdowns, 20th in interceptions. He has some rushing upside, but as a Dolphins fan, I just hope he doesn't run. But I know deep down, Tua's got that fucking dog in him, so he's going to run a couple of times. 11th in true passer rating, 3rd in quarterback rating. He has Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill. That in itself should make him be drafted higher than quarterback number 11. If the left arm of God, Tua Tungavailoa, is able to stay healthy, he is going to Hulk smash as the quarterback 11. And people are going to be thinking, why did I not draft him? Why did I not draft the guy who has Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, the guy that is under the second year of Mike McDaniel, an offensive guru? Why didn't I draft him? It's because you were scared of the injury. Do not be scared. Draft Tua Tungavailoa. And at number 10, Quentin Johnston, wide receiver of the Los Angeles Chargers. Yahoo pre-draft rankings, wide receiver 51 at pick 126. Guys ahead of him are just the quintessential safe picks. Juju Smith-Schuster and Jacoby Myers. Super high upside this deep in the draft. Now, rookies, a lot of the time, it takes them a while to flourish, right? To fucking, like a caterpillar turn into a butterfly. This guy was great in college. Three years at TCU, 13 games played in 2020. He had 96 targets, 60 receptions, 1,069 receiving yards. Very nice, I like. 17.7 yards per reception, six tugs, 21.2% target share, 62.5% catch rate. Again, first round draft capital, NFL draft selection, pick 21, 6'3", 208 pounds, 18 forced missed tackles last season in college at TCU, ranked eighth among power five receivers. This is a guy that there were a lot of reports out of training camp of him looking good. Would it surprise me if he overtook Mike Williams and was getting more targets than Mike Williams? It really wouldn't. Plus, Mike Williams is a guy that is actually injury prone. Right? We talked about how people are worried about Keenan Allen's injury. Mike Williams is the guy you should be looking at, right? It's like that SpongeBob meme where it's like, uh, you know what I'm talking about? Where it's like, wanted, and it's a picture of SpongeBob, and SpongeBob's looking for SpongeBob. If you know the meme, if you know, you know. If you're too old for that, I apologize. But Quentin Johnston could really elevate himself very highly this year. Again, he's in one of the better offenses in the National Football League. I want to take shots on those rookies with late-season league-winning upside. The first couple of games, of course, you're not going to start Quentin Johnston. He might not even be the number three wide receiver on this offense to start the season, right? Joshua Palmer might be, but he's going to keep moving up and up the pecking order. And his upside out of TCU is downright incredible. So thank you guys all so much for watching. If you did end up enjoying this video, make sure you hit that subscribe button down below as well as hit that like button. It would help me out a ton if you want to follow me on Twitter. Please do so at NotoriousFNTSY. And let me know the best pick to make in Yahoo Fantasy Football Drafts right now. I love you guys all so much. Hope you have a great one. And as always, good.